Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, the sh- first shoe has fallen in the Vikings off-season moves. Jim, tell us about that. Uh, the Vikings have released Eric Kendricks, uh, excellent player, uh, really good guy. Uh, but, you know, he the big question coming into this postseason, I thought, or offseason was, okay, did what Kendricks was not very good last year. Yeah. What was hard for those on the outside to tell was, was he poorly coached, was he in the wrong scheme, or had he lost a step? It's possible that the answer is all three or two of the three, but you see a fresh set of eyes coming into Brian Flores, looking at the film, trying to make decisions, and obviously his conclusion was Kendricks has lost a step, uh, not worth the money they're paying him right now. They saved $9.5 million against the cap by releasing him. And I think you're going to see a move here toward a younger, faster defense, much more aggressive defense. And, you know, Kendrick, listen, Kendrick's had a really good career. Second-round draft pick, he becomes an all-pro uh, leader, uh, community, you know, great with, with uh, social justice, great with charities, did all kinds of really cool work in the community. He's a wonderful guy. I really miss having him around. Uh, but you lose a step in the NFL, and you're not going to have a, a job anymore. It's just that simple. And I think what you're looking at is a defense that by ne- by the time they line up in training camp or opening day next year, you're probably going to see Lewis Seen in, in the starting lineup. You're probably going to see Andrew Booth in the starting lineup. You're probably going to see Brian Osamoa in the starting lineup. And you're probably going to see a first-round draft pick. In the- so, so as bad as they were last year, they had a new defensive coordinator. By next fall, they'll probably be much younger, much more dynamic, much faster, and then we'll see what Brian Flores can do with that. So this is the end for Kendricks. This is in a situation where they release him and could re-sign him at a lower deal. It's theoretically possible. It hardly ever happens. Mm-hmm. Usually what happens is, and what we don't know for sure yet, and it'll probably leak out over the next few days, mm-hmm. is did they just say, see ya? Or did they say, listen, we, we'd love you. We'd love to have you back at this number. And the player said, I'm not going to play for that number. And then they cut him. Mm-hmm. And it is usually the way it works in the NFL is players hate the idea of taking a pay cut from their current team. They'd rather go out on the market. Even if they don't get as much money from another team, they just can't stand the idea of taking a big pay cut and staying where they are. Yeah, that seems to be the case right there, willing to take uh, that and even a lesser role with other teams than they would the team they feel like they've given blood, sweat, and tears to for for how many years. Uh, uh, Maybe they look at it as a lack of loyalty. Who knows? Uh, That's part of it. The other part of it is that usually players are not great at self-evaluation. Usually players, you know, listen, to to get to these heights, uh, think of this. Think of the number of people who play high school football in the United States. 99% 99% of them want, would love to play in the NFL. You get to this high, this level, usually it's because you have a great deal of self-confidence and great belief in yourself, and it's really hard when you get to that point where you're not old but you've lost a little bit. It's really hard to admit it. Yeah. Uh, how about Zedaria Smith? Is he going to be back? What's going on there? We still have a lot of mystery here. Mm. Uh, I, I, I would imagine that Jordan Hicks will be out and that would save them another $5 million or so on the cap. Uh, the big, really to me, the big mysteries are Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson, Adam Thielen, and Zarius Smith. Those are the guys that are going to be really intriguing here. I think Thielen, uh, signs are starting to point, and we don't know for sure, but educated guess right now is that he would be willing to do a restructured deal, make less money, save him some money on the cap, and be finish his, his career as a Viking. Uh, Zary Smith is another mystery. We don't know what Brian Flores thinks of him. 
Mm-hmm. He faded at the end of last year. Do they think they can get more out of him? Do they think they really need pass rushers? Do they think he can be part of that solution? We don't know. Harrison Smith, uh, he's a, kind of a different level than Kendricks. Kendricks had a couple of years where he's really top of this profession. Harrison Smith is a Hall of Fame candidate. Uh, you know, I'm sure the Vikings want to keep him around as much as they can. He's also somebody who kind of gives him a safety net at the back of the uh, uh, secondary. I would guess they're going to keep him. Uh, so, and then uh, Patrick Peterson. I don't. Once again, I don't know. It's Brian Flores. Value, what does what matters more to Brian Flores? His experience, his leadership, or the fact that he isn't a great one-on-one cover guy anymore? Uh, you didn't reference Delvin Cook at all. What's the story with him? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Delvin Cook is the other one. I I, I have hard a real hard time to believe he's going to be back. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a situation where. They would love to have him at a certain number. I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to take a pay cut. I think he's my, again, educated guess at this moment is that, uh, that he, they will end up releasing him and he'll just be gone. Uh, so I also have read where the Vikings aren't necessarily interested in another one-year extension uh, with Kirk Cousins for a little salary cap relief or what have you, and the, the, so that leaves it open. Either he plays out his deal this year or they sign him to a longer extension. Which one do you think it'll be? I would say at, the, at this moment, the signs would point toward a long-term extension that grants the Vikings some cap relief in the first couple of years. Uh, kicks the can down the road, and eventually they will start looking for a successor, but there's no obvious succession plan right now. That would be my guess uh, because, you know, listen, they won 13 games last year, but this thing could all implode if you don't have good quarterback play. Yeah, that's for sure, and especially since he performed so well in the fourth quarters this year and, and really made some clutch throws for him. That was always kind of one of the question marks. Does he have the clutch gene? He seemed to this last year. He did, and uh, I also think that he's got a chance. You know, I don't want to give the guy too many excuses. I never really have, but mm-hmm. he has not played many consecutive. I don't know if he's ever played consecutive years under the same offense, offensive coordinator, head coach combination. Um, and this would give him a chance to play in the same system for a second year, full off season. Uh, and you know, it, he. He did make some mistakes last year. He wasn't like the offense. He wasn't great in the second and third quarters. There was room for growth there. I would think that being in O'Connell's system for the second year, also having O'Connell, who, you know, O'Connell's admitted, he's an honest guy, he's admitted that he made some mistakes this year. Mm-hmm. O'Connell's probably going to be a better offense coordinator and coach his second year yeah. in this system. So I, I would think that they're going to give that combination every chance to flourish for a few years. The Timberwolves and Wild have both found a little hot streak. Nine-game point streak for the Wild, three-game win streak for the Timberwolves. Are those both, neither or one or the other, real? Is this who they are, the way they're playing right now, or are they really uh, a just above 500 team like they've been for you know all, all the season prior to these streaks? I'll be honest. I think they're, both teams are playing the way I expected them to eventually play right now. Huh. Uh, now they're both, you know, listen, the Wild – Nobody, I don't think anybody said, oh, boy, they're, yeah, they're about to go on a nine-game winless uh, point streak or whatever yeah. like that. It's not, I mean, the, the results have been dramatic. But I'm not surprised to see them playing well. I'm not surprised to see them playing well defensively and well, playing good team defense. And I'm not surprised to see Garen go out of the trade deadline and bring in some, some skilled players who can help with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I thought all along this is a, this kind of team that could be like a, a five-seat. You know, and that's exactly where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, Kaprizov's great. They 
They're well-coached. It's a well-run organization. Garen tends to make a lot of subtle moves that pay off. The goaltending has been excellent lately. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm not shocked that they are where they are. The Wolves, I would I'd say it's even more dramatic. Hmm. They, they're, to me, they're coming off one of the best weeks in franchise history post-Garnett. Hmm. They, they came out of the break. They still don't have Cat back. They're struggling. They're trying to get used to Connolly. And all of a sudden, they go out to L.A., and the first time ever they win two games in L.A. back-to-back. Then they go up, and on the second night of a back-to-back, they beat a really good Kings team. The ball movement has been brilliant. Connolly has started shooting well. Connolly is really good for Gobert. Gobert plays much better with him than he did with D'Lo. Uh, and you're seeing the way a Finch team wants to play. Great ball movement, great versatility. Uh, you know, Kyle Anderson. I mean, Gobert is obviously the centerpiece that we all talk about all the time. But Connolly bringing in Kyle Anderson and Mike Connolly, mm-hmm. two guys who are not exactly superstars. Yeah. And they're both playing brilliantly for the team. And Walker Alexander has been a great find. He's a wonderful player. Uh, we're starting to see uh, we're starting to see Finch and Connolly kind of figure out what to do with this group. Yeah, well, Alexander, I knew nothing about him and boy, he's super athletic. A little bit of a funky-looking shot, but but he's been getting him to go in. I really thought that was just a throw in to make the salary cap work. He can really play. He can play. Uh, he pushes pace. He can shoot the three. He's athletic. He defends. He hustles. He's perfect. I mean, he's just exactly the kind of player Finch likes. Yeah. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.